from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROS Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built for tough. Oh, yes, we are live. And reacting to training camp. And we have still so much to get to. It feels like, I mean, today's practice was, uh, it was fun. There's, 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 there's a lot to react to, and we plan on doing that here uh, over the course of uh, the next couple hours. Let's start with Russell Wilson. Uh, but before we do that, Training Camp 2023 is on the air thanks to Ting Internet. If you live in Centennial, make Ting your lightspeed Internet provider for as low as $89 a month. Go to ting.com slash Centennial for more info. Um, let's start with Russ, and then we'll get to uh, uh, the rest of our observations, and there are a handful. What did you make of the day that Russell Wilson had? I just, you know, um, underwhelming. Underwhelming, you know, not not a lot of great stuff there. A couple bad plays, um, and you know, a, a, a nice throw in there. So uh, that's that's kind of the way I look at it. I'm not going to put a lot into you know. Cecil came on, you know, screaming and yelling about you know, stop hating on Russ and you know, but but th- there is something to be said about you know throwing interceptions in practice. You know, like I don't mind you doing that. I'm not going to put all of my thought into that and 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 say you, you're you're going to be an awful quarterback because you throw an interception or two in yep. practice during yep. training camp. No, I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, this is what we saw last year from him. Yes. Right? A lot of turnovers. Yes. A lot of mistakes. Yes. And we're seeing it again, and I don't like to see that. So just underwhelming uh, from Russ. Um, I need to see a lot more um, positive plays, a lot more explosive plays. I'd like to see that. Uh, but he did have a great throw to, to uh, Cortland Sutton. Great, great throw to Cortland Sutton. Um, but, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you can't have one interception to one good throw, or really good throw. That, that, that doesn't compute. It's in baseball, right? Right. right. Uh, that's not going to work out. So just need to see a little bit more consistency from him. But then again, told you yesterday, told you a week ago, hey, this is they're, they're learning. They're all learning here offensively. It's a lot. you got to think. you got to process the quarterback positions tough. And so hopefully we'll start seeing uh, better results from us. Not panicking, not overreacting to it, but um, – there, there, there's concern there. I think is that is that fair for me? Stokely, to say? it's the definition of fair, and you're and you're touching on something that we 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 all just want to flush last year. Okay, we all, we all just want to flush last year, but you can't separate what Russell Wilson did as a Denver Bronco for an entire season and just do the Men in Black, you know, uh, neuralizer or whatever that thing's called, and 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 forget about it. Okay, so when you see the picks. What do you think of what we saw over and over last year? It 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 it, it picks at that scar a little bit, and it's just it was a bad pick. It was yeah. it was a pick six, yeah. right in the belly button. Uh, Justin Simmons' belly button caught Russell Wilson's uh, pass and took it the other way, and and I know he had the great pass. Let's heap on the credit. It was a fantastic pass. I equated a couple segments back to Eli Manning to Mario Manningham in the Super Bowl against the Patriots right in front of Bill Belichick where he drops it into a basket on the left sideline uh, with his feet in the end zone. It was fantastic. But guess what? We should see some great throws. He's he's the number one quarterback. He's throwing it 50 times in practice. He's making a quarter of a billion dollars. So, yeah, he deserves the credit for the throw, but I don't want to get – 
have get carried away and have that be the wind in my sail from a whole practice. Yeah, no, I think that's well said. Look, San NFL, brother, <laughs> it's not intermules. If you can't make a couple good throws every now and then, then we're overscheduled. Yeah. All right, we got to go find another one. I mean, that's just that's the way it goes. I mean, when you're talking about a two-hour practice, there's got to be some good moments there. There's got to be some good throws. I I would hope that you could make a few of those right. during practice. So, no, it, I think it that's well said. The the yes, yes. Right? It's right. like, did you see the th- – well, damn it, he's starting the whole season. We should have a handful of plays to point to that were good. Yes, exactly. That that was our – that was uh, that's what we were saying about Drew and James would come on here. Like, that throw, like, bro, okay, made one good throw. Yeah. Like, that's the bar? Yeah. This is the NFL. Right. Um, so just, just needs to be a little bit more consistent. Um, and, and hopefully it does look at, again, it's a learning process, yep, right? Yep. Hopefully tomorrow's a little bit better than today. Uh, but there's not a lot offensively that I'm just getting excited about. I don't know. There's just not a lot offensively. It's, it's getting me really excited about this team. There's really no consistency. It's hard for them to put a couple plays together. It is. It you know, is. this is like what we've been seeing around here. It's like it's one truth. good play, yes. two bad plays. It's like Mike McGlinchey, false start. Garrett Bowles, false start. You know, inaccurate pass, Russ. Um, good pass, Russ. You know, guy in the backfield sacking Russ. Russ scrambling out of the pocket, Randy Gregory taking his head off. I mean, you know, when he got out of the pocket, I mean, so this is this is what we're seeing out here offensively. Um, and knew it would be knew it would be a challenge to to watch competent offensive football, especially early on. But dang, I expected to see a little bit better um, so far, just a little bit better. And so it does. It, it it has me concerned with his offense. Yeah, and look, that's just that's just the real. Uh, we're, we're live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends um, at Rock Heating and Air. It's ROX Rock Heating and Air. Stoke, a year ago, we came on the air and said very similar things. And we got labeled as negative and haters. And we're like, guys, we're just telling you what we saw at practice. It's not quite the same, but it's like the second cousin of that feeling a year ago, where I just thought that we'd become walking across the street and delivering more good news about the offense after, you know, three, four, five practices under Sean Payton, maybe it's just, uh, maybe the expectation is just a little bit too high. I just thought, we're not looking for fireworks, but just a little bit more competency on a regular basis. And I didn't have high expectations for this offense early on, right? I I mean, I told you at Brothers Barbecue, I expected to see struggles. This is new. This is what happens, right? I mean, I feel like I say this every single year because it's a new offense, <laughs> right, right? Every right, single right, year. Right, right. So I didn't have high expectations. I was hoping to see a better Russ, a more consistent Russ, right? Um, a better offense, more uh, more consistency from this offense. And so that's been a disappointment so far. Um, it's and, and that's all it is. It's, it's, and still got a lot uh, of, of work to do. Still have a lot of time to get it done, uh, but it's, it's getting late early. And um, I, I was hoping, like, you know, we, we would have a moment here in the, in the three practices or whatever we've been at. It's like, all right, here you go. That's the old Russ. That's yeah. the vintage Russ. Yeah. That was nice yeah. to see. Just yeah. give us a little bit of that. Not one pass. How about one practice? Yeah. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Not, not two passes. Oh, man, those two passes, man, those were brilliant. 
How, how about one one practice? That was that was vintage rust. That would be nice to say uh, leaving practice, Zach. Yep, and we're just passing along our thoughts. I mean, we're we're here. We're watching every single rep. Um, and I think over the years, and this is our seventh training camp doing this, uh, more oftentimes than not, when we're saying this stuff, it pops back up, and, and everyone becomes aware of it maybe a little bit later on. Just just pass you along our thoughts here. Uh, we are live from training camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, Colorado-owned and family-operated, commercial general contracting for over 30 years along the front range. You can visit them at ConConstruction.com. Okay, we still have plenty to react to. Uh, we're going to hear from Garrett Bowles here in a couple minutes, but more reaction from training camp on a Tuesday. Who was out there making plays? We'll get to that coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from training camp 2023, thanks to Con Construction and Team Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built Ford Tough. We are live from Training Camp 2023, the NeverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Randy Ross, Tennis Center, Stoke, Zach. Talk to me. Who is out there making plays in a Broncos uniform? How about Nick Benito? Love it. Talk loved, to me. Loved what I saw from him. Just a couple big plays in the backfield, you know, with some nice moves and, um, you know, not going up against, like, wait, who is that guy? Oh, that guy won't be on this football team, right? Not going up against a third-string tackle. Uh, now, he did do it uh, once against uh, one of our backup tackles, but, you know, there, there was Mike McGlinchey and just made him look silly. So, loved what I see from, from, from Nick Benito right now. Um, maybe he's ready to take that big next step. That would be huge for this football team. Um, now, we'll see when, when you know, it's it's real football, uh, when you when you got to play the run also. Uh, that, I think that's one of the things that, you know, uh, hurt him last year was was just holding up against the run, you know, yeah. being stout uh, there. Uh, but but nice n- nice to see him being able to get after the quarterback and put some pressure on Russ. This offensive line, he yeah. just hoping to see a, a little bit more from them, a little bit cleaner pocket for Russ. Uh, like we saw last year, Zach with Russ, you know, he got hit a lot. Obviously, offensive line wasn't very good. He wasn't very good. Um, Career high, fifty-five sacks. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. It led the league. Yeah. Wow. That's. I mean, that's a ton of sacks. Fifty-five. He. When you when you, last year what we saw from Russ is, you know he felt it. You, you he felt that even yes. when and he felt the pressure even when it wasn't there and he was always looking to get out of the pocket rather than and, and even when they did a good job and had a, had a clean pocket because of all those hits and all those pressures it was just consistent that he was just looking to get out of the pocket when he didn't need to get out of the pocket so i'm hoping that we don't see that this year but this offensive line's got to be better put a lot of money into that group they got to be much better i don't care if it's practice walk through um you know full pads no pads whatever the case may be um, they haven't um, lived up to kind of what I thought they w- we, I would see this early on. Yeah, agreed. Should be cleaner, man. Yeah. How about you? What big takeaways today? You know, um, in terms of big takeaways, my biggest takeaway is, is right on the heels of your point about the offensive line, that it feels like every other play, 
that is longer than a second and a half. Like, if they're not getting the ball out, like, quickly uh, uh, on a quick little drop, it, it's every other place a sack. And I, 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 I'm trying to um, analyze what's real and what's not. Because as we know, it's not, you know, true all the way tackle the ground football. But you got you, you got to look at what's going on through that certain lens. And it just feels like a lot of what we're talking about from a year ago. It, it feels like Russell Wilson is under duress and would be getting his head taken off more oftentimes than not. And then here's the other thing. I was thinking that maybe we'd see some more explosive plays. And I, I don't I don't I can't draw. Uh, enough in that department uh, after you know the first week or so I just I can't think of enough explosive plays down the football field everything seems um, there real, hasn't been a lot yeah that's ju- why there just hasn't been a lot there just hasn't and um, maybe that maybe it's all by design um, you're trying to use a scalpel get the ball out quick short passes and sort of chip your way downfield but I don't know, man. Okay, I, let me help you out. Just, yeah, just throwing this out yep. there. Um, you know, in training camp, usually you start with the three-step game, right, which is the quick passing game. And that's like you're installing again, right? You you installed a playbook in the offseason, okay? And then when usually, usually, I don't know what Sean Payton does, but usually, um, and he's running similar practices that I'm used to and similar training camp style that I'm used to, uh, usually what you do is once you start training camp, guess what? You start over from square one. So it's 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 usually the quick game that you go with, and then the intermediate, then the then the deep game, and and then you start doing the play action, and you kind of mix and match a a, a a little bit throughout you know those days also. Um, but maybe we'll start seeing a little bit more of that. But I'm with you. I, I would like that. That's kind of my only answer there. We haven't seen a lot of deep balls. We haven't seen a lot of shot plays, and um, so. I, I have the same thought, Zach, and, but that's maybe my explanation, and maybe we'll start seeing more of those in the next few days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like if we're, we're what are we, what are we Tuesday? If we're you know leaving Friday and heading to the weekend, and we still haven't seen more of that, I'll, I'll become a little bit more concerned. Uh, but but certainly, I, I'd like you thought I would be seeing a little bit more explosive plays, right? I mean, yeah, a go route's a go route. Go go, you know, like you you can do that when you're still you know first or second day of practice. Well, and and, and you know. I know this is with a broad stroke, but you, you, you want those explosive plays. What needs to happen? A little bit of time. A little bit of time for things to develop downfield. And I don't trust what I'm seeing for this offensive line to give Russell Wilson that time to let things develop that extra full second uh, to, 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 to make some of those plays down the field. So um, I just thought, I thought, um, look, I, again, not overreacting. We're reacting. Yeah, but reacting. Just reacting. Yes, yes. That's all we're doing. Perfectly said. Not overreacting, just reacting. We're, we're relaying what we just saw at practice and looking back at the handful of days that we already have in our back pocket. Um, in conclusion, I'll say this. I thought after a, a week of Sean Payton's first training camp that we would see more signature Sean Payton fingerprints on things. And unfortunately... It's looking a lot like last year did. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, you're spot on, Zach. I mean, that's kind of what I was hoping also, um, that at, at this point we would see this offense and guys just being open and Russ just delivering. Boom. Three, four, five plays in a row. Yeah. Not that that hasn't happened, but it's one good play, three bad plays. Yep. Yep. One good play, two bad plays. 
you can't win football games in the NFL operating like that unless you're making explosive plays on those one good plays, right? And 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 that's just really not who the Broncos are going to be. We we know that. Uh, so it's um, been a lot to. Uh, to be desired, left to be desired here uh, through through the first five, six, seven days of of, of training camp. Uh, still early, uh, but but I, I I'm with you. I, I just kind of thought I would see a little bit more of that Sean Payton impact. Yeah, and we just haven't yet. Yeah, we, we just, just haven't. haven't. That doesn't mean we won't start seeing it. Right. Because yep. This is a process. This is a process for these guys, and and hopefully we'll we'll continue to see you know better days. Right, stacking better days ahead, but that's kind of what I said yesterday. And today wasn't any better than than the day before. Right? Yeah, yeah. Unfo- Defense is kind of just owning it, and and that can happen sometimes in training camp. But at, at some point, the offense has got to show up. And especially we're talking about an offense that was ranked dead last in scoring. So that's where our that's where a lot of our focus is because the new head coach is supposed to be uh, redesigning that and changing that in wholesale. And we just haven't seen uh, the dividends yet. Um, but th- there's time. You know, plenty of camp days left, joint practices, preseason games. We'll see how uh, that that Sean Payton offense can sort of maybe marinate a little bit. Um, Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. And also want to give a shout-out because our broadcast from training camp 2023 is powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning All-Electric and built Ford Tough. Yesterday was a bad day for the Denver Broncos. There is no other way to look at it. But was it potentially avoidable? And we're going to take a deeper dive um, and just think about what happened from a, a unique perspective, and we'll do that coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023, thanks to Con Construction and Tim Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built Ford Tough. All right, yes, we are live at the DenverSports.com zone. Uh, just a couple hundred uh, yards from where the Broncos practice and just a couple hundred yards where we once again, uh, at the same location as a year ago, almost a year to the date, we watched Tim Patrick with our own eyes um, rupture his Achilles tendon. And, you know, we speculated that that was the case. We got the news during the show from Schefter that that was the fear. Cliss confirmed that a couple hours later the MRI revealed that completely severed. And our thoughts are with Tim uh, for sure. But I'm curious to your thoughts because I know you have really um, – you were thinking a lot about this in the last 24 hours. Yeah, thinking a lot about this in the shower. Thinking about it in the shower. Um, you know, any, every time I had one injury and I came back from that injury, like a, a major surgery, I always injured something else, yep. right? That was just that was just the way it went every time, right? Whether it be nothing bad like Tim just did, but it was a hamstring, quad, you know, calf, something like that, uh, a, a soft tissue uh, pull or strain. And... Um, it just got me thinking because we heard Sean Payton talk about they they have different guys at different levels, right? You might see a guy practice for two days and take a day off, uh, whatever the case may be, right? And um, so I was just thinking about Tim and his situation. He was doing so great and everything was going so good. And it, it was like, well, how do they manage him? You know, coming off that injury because he's been practicing pretty much every day. And I get it. They had Sunday off. But, like, leading up to it, what was their plan for Tim Patrick? coming back from this major ACL injury, 
right? And um, because I've seen him out there practice every day. I don't know if he was out there last Saturday. I'm not sure if, if that's the case. But I've, every day I've been here, I've seen him out there practicing, yes, coming yes. off of a major injury. And it seemed like, you know, it was great that he didn't start the year on PUP, just like Javante Williams. But it seemed like you would take it slow with him. And uh, there would be some kind of um, different game plan than everyone else. But I've seen the same game plan for him that I see with Albert O, that I see with Jerry Judy, that I see with Court. Seems like they're just practicing every play. He's not taking any time off. Um, so it's just like, wow, what was the plan for Tim Patrick? Could this have been avoided? Like, I just start asking questions. Could this have been avoided? Mm. But then I go a step further. I don't just stop there, Zach. There's more. Mm. There's more layers to this. Oh, yeah. Peel I, I keep peeling it, buddy, just for you. Thinking about you. Uh, then now, like, does this does this scare them? Does this spook them about a guy like Javante Williams? Because, again, every time that I've been out here, I've seen Javante Williams practicing. He had an ACL and two other injuries, right? And it has me really concerned not that he's going to tear his Achilles now, like that's just unfortunate, right? But that, you know, it's going to be a hamstring. It's going to be a quad. It's going to be a hip flexor. It's going to be a calf. Like you're going to do something like that. But I, I don't I don't see the plan here for Javante other than just throwing him out there and practicing him. I like, let's be a little bit patient here. I get it. He's feeling great and all this. But, man, I, I just like it's almost like he, he rushed for 1,500 yards and played 17 games last year. I, so that's kind of where my mind went. Um, and would they start ha- handling some of these injuries a little bit differently? What's the process? Uh, obviously, they made a they put a, a huge investment into their nutrition and to yep. new weight coach now yep. and you know all of these different things and it's like right away we had a big big setback there obviously with Tim Patrick and but I think but I think you have to really um, look inward at how you handled that situation and was it the right process because you know he tore his Achilles and does it affect everyone else especially guys that were injured. Our analysis of Training Camp 2023 is presented by ROX Rock Seating and Air. That right there is analysis. There you go. What do uh, you think? Um, I think you're really on to something. Um, I have talked about the patience that I think that should be shown with Javante. It has been surprising that there's not like – it's not like they're working off to the side. That's not what's going on. I don't see them missing reps, whether it was Tim Patrick leading up to yesterday or Javante at all during camp. And – you know, you can't live in your fears. Nope. It's football. But at the same time, oh, boy. I mean, what was the plan? What was the plan? Was there a plan? Or was it, hey, it's, you're a full year out. You say you can go. You're full go, go. God, that can't be the plan. They had to. Probably had to, not, you know, right? They had to sit back and talk about this and analyze this and come up with some kind of plan. But. The plan just, like you said, just seems like it was you're you're just with everyone else. I didn't see him take a rest day that when everybody else nope. was working, did nope. we? Nope. I haven't seen Javante do that. Nope. I don't know. Did he practice Saturday? Well, we I, I don't know. You know, so I, I'm not sure about that. But man, I, that it, that can't be the plan. You you're just like everyone else. I mean, I've heard Sean Payton say they're guys different levels right, of guys. Right, and, right. And to me, those guys coming off of those major injuries, major surgeries, would be at the highest level. We'd be see them being rested and being taking reps off more so than other guys. And I, you know, I just haven't seen it, and I don't know what it looks like moving forward now if they change things up or not. Do you let the injury to Tim Patrick alter your 
plan for Javante, assuming that they have a plan because they, they, they have, have to, to have a plan. They have, they have to, to right? Have a plan. They, I mean, they got all these people in there um, to to come up with different plans and different thoughts about nutrition and and staying healthy. So there, there's got to be a plan there. Um, Does do you it let it alter, alter it? because something totally independent from Javante happened? I don't want to say alter, you know, because you don't just change things up because you know, like one freak accident happened. You have a plan. You stick with the plan. Like, you know, hey, if you're driving down the football field, the first, you know, or you, the first pass of the game, you throw an interception, do you scrap your your, right. your whole game plan right. for the right. whole week? No, right. no, okay, that, that that's just one off, right? But I think you have to take a step back and analyze it. Sure. Right? And, and, and look at it and say, you know, do we need to do things maybe a little bit differently? Maybe we're being too aggressive with these guys. Even though they're feeling great, we don't want this to happen to Javante Williams, so let's be more cautious now. Right, but it doesn't alter your whole game plan with him because it's working for Javante. He looks great. So far, so looks good. great. But um, it just takes one slip up right. here. Right, and I think maybe you become a little bit more cautious with your approach to a guy like Javante and some of the injured guys than than um, maybe you thought before. So I think you you still you you go back to the drawing board to a degree here, and you talk about it, and you communicate with each other, and then you look back at the Tim Patrick situation, and and so just revisit it. Yes, you got to have flexibility in these situations. I like it. Right. I mean. We know it. Uh, look, there's not one set of plans here that's going to be perfect for everything. It's, it's not the way it works. Whether you have a you know Dan Campbell um, training camp or whether you have a Nathaniel Hackett training camp, guess what? You're going to have injuries, yep. okay? And that, that's just the way it is. That's just football. So there's not one foolproof plan for this thing to where guys won't ever get hurt again. But I think you need to discuss it, look at it, and analyze the situation. To, so moving forward, maybe you will be a little bit better. I really like it. So good thought there. Good thought. Uh, we're live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction. That's Con with a K. Colorado owned and family operated commercial general contracting for over three decades along the front range. You can hit them up at ConConstruction.com. Guess who gave a response to Sean Payton? Oh. Nathaniel Hackett at the podium in New York. His response is coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Zach. Stoke. Keep your head up. Keep it on up. It's easy when I'm hanging out in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends at the Randy Ross Tennis Center. Head is always up. We're right across the street from Centura Training Center, where Nathaniel Hackett roamed those grounds for less than a year. Maybe he needs to keep his head up. <laughs> he, he, he needs to keep his head up. Um, the Hackett thing was a disaster, okay? We all know it. He was the second coach since 1980 to be fired uh, before his first season was over. I mean, it was an absolute train wreck. Sean Payton goes on the record uh, with the USA Today, causes the biggest stir of any of the entire offseason from a coaching standpoint. I, I, think, I think what Sean Payton did, to my recollection, was caused the biggest stir of this offseason from a coaching soundbite standpoint. I don't even think it's close. Because most coaches don't do that. Right, 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 right. And what he did is like a one-off, not only this year, but forever. 
Like, I mean, who takes shots at a coach that, you know, was just here the year before? Normally you take the high road. You show class and, you know, you're looking forward. You're moving forward. You don't take a shot at that guy. Not only taking a shot at him, you call him like the worst coach in the history of sports. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. like, that's like a, a one-off, like, in history probably for us, Zach. That was – it was pretty wild. And so you're it's front-page headlines – and and then it's Robert Sala responding. It's more front page headlines, and then it's uh, Sean Payton apologizing for it, which equaled front page headlines. And here is another installment. Oh, it's, the, wow. it's not the final chapter. Oh god, it's not the final chapter. No, the Be- gift that keeps giving, Zach. Yep. I'm giving because because the entire thing is going to get reset yep. in the month of October. Yeah. And uh, week five is going to be here. It's the Hackett Bowl, and it was already had something extra layers to it. Now it has an entirely new meaning uh, that it did even just one week ago. Uh, so Daniel Hackett's not the head coach, though. He doesn't talk every day. He's the offensive coordinator, so he's going to get up there and talk once a week. Well, today was that day. It was uh, within the last hour or so. And this is Nathaniel Hackett's response to what Sean Payton said. Before we get started, I, j- I just want to say something real quick. Obviously, last week has been a uh, very unique week, I think, uh, for for this organization. And, um, you know, I- I've been involved in this business my whole life, 43 years. And uh, as a coach, you know, as a coach's kid, uh, you know, we live in a glass house. We know that. We all live in different rooms. We all got a key for it. And it's one of those things that there's a code, there's a way things are done in that house. And... You know, this past week, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating and it sucks, but uh, we're all susceptible to it. There are things that you do, mistakes you make, and it costs you time on the field, costs you your job, all those things. And I own all that stuff. I mean, it's that fact. I got no excuses. That's how we live here at the New York Jets. That's how we've lived everywhere I've been. No excuses. So I own all those things. And um, it's, it's unfortunate that that had to happen, uh, that the comments that were made. But, hey, they did. I, I'll tell you, I was probably more surprised that they happened now. was definitely expecting them in week five. So I, I'm, I'm almost thankful uh, that we got that, you know, out of the way. We all understand where, where, where uh, certain people feel and think. Okay, okay. Um, he was ready. He was ready. He was prepared. Yep. He didn't no even, one asked yeah, him a question. There you go. He opened yep. it with yep. that because yep. he knew he was going to be asked about it. So I don't mind that, right? Just just get out in front of it and, and go with your statement there. I don't mind that at all. Um, you know, the glass house thing, that was that was thought out, uh, obviously. Course, so yeah. um, I, like, I like his response. It's fine. I like it. Um, you know, he owned it last year. Certainly. It was awful. He's got to own it. He stands up to it. He's not making excuses about it. So, um, let's just, you know, it was a disaster. He was awful here. Let's, let's just, you know, I mean, we, we shouldn't be talking about this. We shouldn't be talking about Nathaniel Hackett in last year. I'm tired of talking about it. But, you know, because of Sean Payton's comments, we're talking about it. And he's talking about it. And we're, we're having PTSD because, <laughs> right. you know, of, of what we saw last year. Now we're reliving it. It's just, it's, it's, it's not good. Um, and but I, I thought I thought he uh, he answered that um, didn't answer but his statement was was fine it was good uh, all good you know I don't know what else he's going to say um, but and I'm sure Peyton regretted it and 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 now we'll you know it's going to be brought up like you said again in in week five or whatever we're playing what'd you make of that you know a um, couple thoughts you know one Hackett is just a you know positive guy to the nth degree like you know too positive. You know, for for what was going on a year ago, and trying to maintain that, and that's what why we were asking the question before things ever got started. Like, 
does this guy have the personality trait to address something when you're on a three-game losing streak or to make people feel uncomfortable? We know Sean Payton's going to make people feel uncomfortable, which is a good thing. Um, but, look, yeah, it was a canned response. I thought I thought Hackett handled himself appropriately. I did. Um, what else were you going to say if you're Hackett? You know, it's like... I mean, you could have gone more Aaron Rodgers if you wanted to. Could. Right? Like, more like... Um, been uh, more vindictive with your with your response uh, to uh, Sean Payton, but you, but you're right. You're probably not going to do that, right? Because no, you, I think you're going to draw more it, attention was, to yes. to it again, yes. right? Like you don't so, have the you don't have the pelts on the wall to 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 try to dunk on, right? Him. Just just let it go. Try to handle it with class, and then beat him week five. Take the high road. Right. Take the high road, and I think that's pretty much what he did. You know, he made his little points there, and. And talking about the glass house, right? I mean, look, they do. Everyone sees what they do on a day-to-day basis. And, and you're evaluated by wins and losses. And if it's not productive on the football field, um, and then you know what? You're going to get criticized. He's been around the game for a long time. He, he knows how it goes. He knows how it works. And uh, But you're not really expecting it to be from a colleague of yours. Right. Someone right. in the same right. profession right. that just takes over for you. And I think that was the, the low blow, from obviously, from Sean Payton there and, 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 and was unnecessary. Uh, so, But I thought he took the high road there and, and did a good job of, of, of answering and responding to it. Yep, and, and we already heaped the praise on him. But just given the context of putting all this stuff on the table, credit Sean Payton for doing the U-turn and going back and apologizing for it. Um, and Hackett said that Sean Payton did not reach out to him. That was a little bit later, yeah. um, which is fine. Uh, I didn't think he would. Right, yep. I, you, I didn't think he would. Yep, he said that. Uh, it's just let it let it go. You know, he, he regretted it, and he just kind of let it go and move on. There's no need to really reach out unless that was your buddy or you knew him or you had a good relationship with him or whatever the case may be. It's probably, I mean, what are you going to say? What, yeah. do you, what, what would you say? What would you say if, if you're Sean Payton and you're calling up Nathaniel Hackett? Hey, um, uh, hey, uh, hey, Nate. Uh, How you is, doing, Coach? Uh, this is this is Sean. Look, I I, I know nothing that I'm going to say here on this phone call is going to make what I said go away, okay. uh, and it shouldn't. And you don't even need to accept my apology, but I don't feel comfortable moving forward without addressing it. And to you, and I just want to tell you something, man. I'm sorry. I screwed up, and um, uh, I don't expect you to accept my apology, but I feel uncomfortable moving forward without saying it. I don't accept your apology at all. You were wrong, and that was unnecessary. We're in a brotherhood here, and that was a low blow, and I can't believe you did that. We're fighting week five. See me at the 50. (laughs) 11 o'clock sharp. Yes. Boot up. Let's go. <laughs> Game time, baby. Uh, oh, my goodness. The match before the match. <laughs> Me and you. Oh, man. Better get in the gym. Who, who would, serious question, who would win in the fight, Nathaniel Hackett or Sean Payton? Well, I, I, I got to go. I got to go. Sean Payton. He's got that little belly on him now. He's, he's got that little Richie on him. He's a little sturdy. Oh, he's no. a little sturdy. It's gonna be hard to move him, right? It's gonna be hard to move him. He's got a good little uh, foundation. It's hard to move those guys. Foundation. It's hard to move those guys. No, I, um, I think I might take Hackett. Huh? I think Hackett still like works out and stuff. He like you know. Yeah. I don't know how much Sean. Uh, is Sean. I don't. I think Sean spent a lot of time in the office. Yeah. And, yeah. and so we had a, you know, he was enjoying that year off. Yes, he yes he was. Um, yes, he was. No, I don't know, but I no, I think you did a good job with that apology. That's about as good as you could do. I, I was impressed by that. Um, but but yeah, he he could have taken that going down that road. But you're so busy with camp and stuff. Yeah, and it's I get just it. Like I get it. You're kind of just trying to plow forward now, and 
Uh, but he certainly think... could have done that. He certainly could have done that. <laughs> that was well done by you. You Give you credit on that. Part. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm used to apologizing. Um, <laughs> um, here's where you and I disagree. I think Sean Payton's going to say, uh, say something to him before the game, uh, week five, or after, or after. So, some point in person to his face, week five. I disagree. We'll bet on it. We'll bet. Let's bet it now, then. I like Big it. Big boy, let's bet it now. What do you want to bet? You call it. I'm down for whatever. We can do lunch. We can do pizza. What's yeah, pizza? okay. I like we'll it. Pizza I like for the it. crew. I like okay? it. I like it. Pizza for um, the crew. Yeah. And and, and 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 it'll be something like this. Hey, coach. Um. Uh. Hey, uh, Troy ranked Denver seven. Uh, coach. Um. I saw you and Sean Payton had had a moment after the game. Um. What, what was said? Yeah. You, you, he he said something. And but I'm just gonna keep that between us. And you know we're just gonna keep pu- pushing forward. And you know uh, we you know we lost tonight and we got to get better. So um we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep moving forward to keep that in house. Yeah. I, I I think that's gonna be the last thing on his mind. Looking for Nathaniel Hackett to apologize after the game. Right. I mean, now if they just cross paths, you know he might do it. But I don't. I zero. Point one percent chances before the game. Okay. Oh yeah. That yeah. ain't happening. Yeah, you're probably right on that. That part. ain't happening. Now, like after the game, things go on, and you know, I, I guess Hackett. You got to think about his situation after the game. Got a lot of former players with the Broncos. I, I think most of these guys like him. Yeah. Right. Still, and maybe Russ. Russ might see him. Um, or you know what might happen too? I, he might. Be, is he in the box? Is he on the field? We don't even know. Oh, good. good and so good anyway, uh, that, that's all stuff that you should have done and, and researched before you make a bet. That's not smart on your part. It's just typical <laughs> Zach by bet. You don't really think things through very well. Um, so uh, after the game, he, okay, let's say he's on the field. Yep. You could take one or two approaches there. Like I don't want to get caught up in all this stuff. We just lost to him, or we just beat him, and you go straight into the locker room. Right, you, you don't even really go out there. You're not even messing with all that drama that's surrounding that situation. So that could be a situation. And then if you do go out there, you know you're going to be seeing like Russell and and Bolsey and you know, all these guys that you know you you coached last year. And you're going to be, hey, coach, how you doing? You know that quick. So there might not be any time for Sean Payton. Sean Payton seeing Robert Sala, and then he's booking it. Yeah, he ain't looking for Nathaniel Hackett. Lunch up, baby. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. Kinder, uh, remember that. Write this down. Yeah, write that down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, I want to see him. Uh, uh, I want to see him interact and see what happens. But but you know Billy Turner is going to be standing right next to him. Billy Turner is going to be standing right next to Hackett. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, training camp, our analysis is presented by. But behind Billy is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, yes. Entourage. Keep my name out of your mouth. Tell him, Billy. Uh, <laughs> presented by Rocks. Heating and air. That's ROX Rocks Heating and Air. There are not many Denver Broncos who had achieved all pro status. One of them spoke into a microphone after practice, and we'll react to it next.